Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday, brought to you by Aging Wisdom, where we share weekly bite-sized insights on aging well, caring well, and living well. What advice or resource do you recommend to help calm worries and fears from both the family member and senior when considered senior living, and if their parents still doesn't agree but are forced to take action, so again, the crisis, how do you help them let go of the guilt or difficult feelings when face situations like this? That's a big question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So guilt, we talk about in our support group, you know, you just have to kind of put that guilt aside. I think we're all trying to do our best. And I think that picking your battles and Figuring out what they need in order to thrive, I think, is a way to move forward. Um, I don't have a lot to say about guilt, except, you know, like putting that aside, because honestly, I think if you're coming from a place of like, what is the safest for this individual, I think you may realize the, the benefit, you know, whether it's moving somebody or bringing in care. I think it's just a matter of trying things. And if they don't work, you know, try something else. But I think it's a matter of like continuing to try different options in order to, you know, support a person and keep them safe. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I've seen several times when there's a crisis, like when you were saying, you know, somebody goes to the hospital or something happens and that is the opportunity, right? That's the chance. And what I had always talked with families is it's so overwhelming to talk about a move, right? They're already struggling. Like we were talking about the person losing their driver's license. They're struggling with that portion, especially if they're at that stage where they know that there's something wrong and they know that they need care, but they're refusing. You know, respite is such a great idea. The short-term stays to come in and tell them, you're going to go, go for a few weeks. We're going to go to this place or the doctor wants you to go and have eyes on care 24-7. Try this out, right? But rather than saying, okay, mom, we're going to move you. This is it. This was the last drop and, and we have to move, right? And then it feels like a punishment rather than you get to have this care. But, you know, when you're talking about the support group, it also reminded me that, you know, you as a, as a caregiver, as the adult children, you can only give so much if you don't take care of yourself, right? So when we talk about the feelings of guilt and and what I would suggest is families need to search for some help, some support, right? Whether it's take care of yourself, find something that you enjoy, do some mindfulness, join a support group, but you can't just do it yourself, right? So your support group, where do you lead your support group? So my support group is for adult children that their parents have um, young onset. So their parents are younger than 65. So a lot of my support group participants are in their 30s or 40s are in that sandwich generation. And we do talk a lot about that care, that self-care. And the Alzheimer's Association is having um, their conference in March. And I'm actually talking about is your flame about to fizzle about those caregivers? Because it's really hard, whether you're a caregiver in the house with somebody or if you're an adult child that's caring for your parent, it's really hard. And so we feel guilt about taking care of ourselves, maybe doing a little exercise, maybe taking a little break, but it's 
when you do that, you'll have more joy helping somebody. So I think self-care is really important to bring up. And I want to go back to the previous question, using the doctor as a doctor recommended a move that we need to move. And it could be, we just need to move for now. We need to get you stronger for now. And it could just be like, in this moment, this is what we need to do. We do hope to get you home, but right now, this is what we need to do. And so using that type of language and using like the doctor recommends, this is what you need to do, can also take off that burden and that guilt from you and really help. But jumping back to the self-care, I I do think it's important to, for you to think about like, what is it that recharges my battery? What do I need to do to recharge my battery? And can I do that? Can I start 10 minutes a day? Can I do it 15 minutes a day? You know, whether it's putting your your feet in a, a bucket of warm water or soaking in a tub or watching a funny movie or walking around the block, you know, whatever it is that can recharge your battery going then when you're able to care for somebody, you'll have a little bit more sustenance to yourself. Yeah. Don't let the cup get empty, right? Well, our time is up. I'd really appreciate this conversation. I think it's very helpful. Gave me an idea for a lot of things. So thank you, Wendy, so much and have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another Wisdom Wednesday. In the meantime, visit our website at agingwisdom.com where you'll find more resources to help you navigate options for aging, caring, and living well.